everybody and happy Friday to you. It's the 15th of December 2023 and the weekend is upon us and God bless America for that. Oh man, I'm Derek Hunter. This is the Derek Hunter podcast. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend. Do me a favor, share this on social media, won't you? Encourage your friends, force your family, tackle your enemies and subscribe it to them on their phones. Spread the word. Thank you very, very much. All right, boy, I'm looking at the news today and I'm thinking, God, I wish this were the Weekend and Review. I suspect some of these things will come up in the Weekend and Review for today because it is just, I, I'm sitting here trying to not swear about it, even thinking about it in my head. People are always like, well, when you're on the, how do you not swear on the radio? It's fairly easy. Most days you recognize that, you know, or even in the podcast, you recognize that the Weekend and Review is where you swear. And the rest is, you don't swear. But every once in a while, God, you just go, how do you not swear about this crap? How do you not do it? Because the left is so damn stupid and evil and corrupt and all the other bad things that they truly, truly are. And you just look at it and you go, I don't know, how how do you talk about this without dropping a couple of F-bombs, a couple of A-bombs, a couple of C-bombs and Z-bombs and new bomb Turks and whatever, all this stuff. You just sit there and you go, all right. Well, it does require you to get a little creative with your language. And so we'll see if we can't get through this together. Although I suspect that there might be something that has to be said that requires maybe an (laughs) A-bomb. Not an atomic bomb, though. All right. Uh, Don't forget, the Week in Evan Review will be live tonight at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 9.01 p.m. Uh, out in California, or even or I don't know what the hell time zone the Hawaii is, or whatever else around the world. That's the beauty of the interweb. At patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com. You can also go to the Patreon site. That's where you enter to win the autographed Bill Wyman book, the Christmas book. Me drawing Monday, announcing Tuesday, so... Get it in by, say, let's call it 5 o'clock on Monday p.m. to enter. And then I can rush to the post office and get it to you, hopefully, before Christmas. It should be. Shipping, I guess it gets pretty busy shipping at this point, but uh, it shouldn't be all that difficult. It's going to call, you're going to need a crane or something to pick the damn thing up because it is... A big, heavy book. But it is autographed by Bill Wyman, so you can't beat that. Okay, let us get to it. A couple things I want to get to today. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. I thought about doing this. I Before all the stuff came together, I had the uh, show in the can yesterday. I'm like, should I go re-record? And I said, nah. Look, you can you listen to everybody else and they'll just be wrong or you can just wait and listen to me. I don't know. I didn't, I don't, can't vouch for it that everybody else was wrong because I don't really listen to anybody else. But um, <clears throat> Hunter Biden did not show up to testify. He was invited to testify by subpoena. Congressional, I'm old enough to remember when 
defying a congressional subpoena was something worthy of imprisonment, worthy of having your home raided, worthy of being stripped of your liberty, worthy of being prosecuted and convicted and sentenced to jail terms. It's weird. Now, this happened in my lifetime and your lifetime, unless you're, I don't know, a three-year-old listening to the show. And if you are, uh, welcome. But it is one of those things where you're sitting there going, where is the outrage? It's weird. And I want to point out a little bit of a difference here in the coverage and how things are written. When a Republican, like, say, Steve Bannon, defied a congressional subpoena, how is it referred to? It was referred to as a Republican is refusing, he is defying a congressional subpoena. It is an outrage. These are duly, legally issued government congressional subpoena. When Hunter Biden defied the subpoena, it was referred to as Hunter Biden is ref- is uh, defying a con- a Republican subpoena. It's a re- suddenly it's a Republican subpoena. Suddenly, subpoenas have. What? They have party affiliation. It's weird how that works. If you pay attention to the little subtle things in life, you begin to notice patterns. That's where the truth hides, is in the little subtle things in life. Republicans tried to subpoena, and he refused. Republicans did. But Congress, it doesn't, the letterhead on the subpoena does not come with, say, the Republicans in Congress cordially invite you to come and testify or are trying to compel you to come and testify. No, there's no differentiation. for. They, in fact, use the same letterhead as the Democrats did when they were issuing subpoenas when they were in the majority. But the reporting of it, the verbiage used to describe it, changes based on who is issuing the subpoena, based on who is in the chair of whatever committee it is that issued the subpoena versus who is the minority leader, the ranking member, as they say. It's weird, isn't it? I think it's very weird. But Hunter Biden refused to testify. But oddly enough, he decided to go out and in front of the U.S. Capitol, so he was there, while inside, everybody was waiting for him. To, I guess Democrats probably weren't waiting for him because they knew he wasn't going to show up. It turns out that the president had uh, foreknowledge of what Hunter Biden was going to do and what he was going to say, which, I don't know, does that, not, if defying a congressional subpoena is a crime, the president, knowing that his idiot, crack-addicted son was going to commit that crime ahead of time, does that not make the president of the United States an accessory? I'm no lawyer, but it strikes me as odd that, that you know, and, and one of those things, if you know somebody's going to rob a bank, you know somebody's going to commit murder, and you don't say anything, you don't do anything, you don't try to prevent it, then you get you know, you're an accessory. You're charged as an accessory. It doesn't really matter if you were physically there, if you knew about it ahead of time. But when you're defying a congressional, uh, I'm sorry, when you're defying a Republican subpoena, have to be very specific in our verbiage again. When you're defying a Republican subpoena, that's barely a crime. 
It's like jaywalking, and having foreknowledge of jaywalking is not really any big deal. It's really sad and pathetic, but not surprising. Not surprising at all. So in his, uh, now you've probably heard a lot of the clips, but it, it, there's one clip in particular I want to play from Hunter Biden's little diatribe outside the U.S. Capitol because there's another contradiction. This is what you're about to hear. It's a very short clip. It is what? It's 20 seconds long. And what you'll hear is the son of the president of the United States admitting that the president of the United States is a liar. Now, he's not doing it directly. He doesn't say, my dad is a liar. Just like you'll never come out and say, my dad never really loved me. He only ever loved Bo. And I've been trying to drown my sorrows over that fact in Coke and hookers my whole life and booze and everything. Now, you're not going to hear that. You're not going to hear him say directly. He will just admit something that the president of the United States, when he was a candidate, vehemently denied. I'll explain. But first, listen to Hunter on uh, Wednesday. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. Certainly not as an artist. You're telling me Joe never went in and put the numbers down so you knew where to slap the, the watercolors? But I, no, I love it. It's not that my, my, the financial part, everybody's focusing on the financial part. That is very weaselly, lawyerly language. You can tell Hunter was, Hunter is a very good dog. Look, he's been desperately trying to get his father's approval his entire life, so he's done everything his father would uh, ask of him. He, you know, got jobs because of his only jobs are because of his father. Why the hell else would you put this idiot entitled brat on the board of Amtrak? He's got nothing. He brings nothing to the... T he maybe had a model train set. Well, I was an engineer of the Line L number seven line that went all the way around my bedroom. That is about his only qualification for being on the board of Amtrak, yet he made hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting on the board of Amtrak while his father was a United States senator and was solely responsible for giving millions upon millions of dollars to Amtrak to keep it from going out of business. But that's not what I'm talking about. Joe also, he also because the financial thing, it's clear. We've got money going from Hunter to Joe. We've got money going. We have no money going from Joe to Hunter. Somehow, Hunter is repaying loans that never happened, just like uh, his brother and sister-in-law are repaying loans that never happened. It just so happens that they were repaying these loans, quote-unquote, when foreign governments, foreign entities transferred them through shell corporations a whole bunch of money. Now, if you're getting money legitimately from overseas, you don't need to run it through four or five LLCs. You don't need to. If your tap water is good, you don't need to buy a water filter, right? You don't need a Brita or a Zero Water or anything like that. If your money is legit, you don't need to run it through filters either. Yet every dime that the Bidens got was run through these. By the way, this is one thing that hasn't really been discussed. 
But in listening and thinking and hearing all the stories about Joe Biden, these are loan repayments, loan repayments, loan repayments. He was making interest-free loans, apparently, because the repayment amounts were whole numbers. Whole numbers. And weirdly, loans, when you repay a loan, most people, you know, unless it's like, here, I'll give you 20 bucks and you pay me back. And then, we, hey, you got the 20 bucks you owe me. Yeah, here's 20 bucks. You don't make a $20 loan repayment $1 at a time. Look, I'll give you $1 a week. Give me 20 bucks today. I'll give you $1 a week for the next 20 weeks and we'll call it even. That doesn't happen. But when you're dealing with, say, $200,000 in the case of his brother or an additional $40,000 or $50,000 in the case of Hunter. And well, those are the ones we've found so far. That Those are just the ones we found. It's weird. If somebody needs $100,000 or $200,000 or $50,000, if Hunter say, let's just go with the truck and Hunter. If he says, dad, I smoke, I'm making millions of dollars, but man, dude's got to get his junk sucked. So I blew all that on coke and whores, but I really want this truck. Can I get $50,000 from you and then I'll pay you back? Oh, sure. Now, if you need $50,000 to buy a truck, how can you repay that all at once? How do you repay that all at once? You just come into money like that? The odds of you coming into that kind of money and needing the odds of you needing that kind of money and then coming into that kind of money quickly so that you can pay it all back at once are pretty slim. Wouldn't you say that's something where you go, all right, I'll pay you five grand a month or 10 grand a month or whatever. I'll make payments to you because Hunter was making a lot of money, but he was spending it very, very quickly, very, very quickly. And theoretically, well, he didn't actually pay the taxes on it, but you would think that if dad says, you know, here's $50,000 and you go, all right, well, now here's $50,000 back to you. Like, well, that's good. I'm glad you got this money, but what did you get this money for? Well, I was paid $50,000 for whatever. When you go, don't you need to pay taxes on some of that? But anyway, beside that, that's beside the point that most loans of that size are not paid back in one chunk because people just don't come into that kind of money, especially when they have no discernible skills. But even Hunter wouldn't have been able to afford that because Hunter was paying enormous sums of money in rent. His, his life was wildly expensive at the time, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month for him to just come into $50,000 and that he could spare when he's spending $34,000 a month on rent and then another $50,000 a month on hotel rooms is implausible. Just is. Same with Joe's degenerate brother to just come into 200 grand where you're like, oh, I could just give it 200 grand. Now that leads us to the weird thing about Joe that I haven't heard speculated about yet. If these are loans being repaid all at once, which would be weird, then there's no problem. All you have to do is show, say, $200,000 to his degenerate brother going from Joe to his brother, Frank, or whatever the hell his name is. But if he's, or, you know, $50,000 for a truck, you show $50,000 going from Joe 
to Hunter. Then it is a loan repayment. You get $50,000 coming back. You get $200,000 going back. If you cannot show the money going from Joe to the people he's supposedly loaning it to, you then have to look at that money as income. You don't have to pay taxes on loans, personal loans being repaid to you by family members. You do have to pay taxes on money. If your family gives you these quote-unquote gifts, if your brother gives you $200,000, you have to declare that. There are limits. I think it's like $15,000 you can give as a gift or whatever. But you you have to declare $200,000. You have to declare $50,000 as income. If it is not loan repayment, if it's just found money, if you get money, if you find literally a bag full of money and you put it in your bank account, your bank's going to go, where the hell does this money come from? And then the IRS is going to come around and say, hey, you know, you got to, all right, you've waited the requisite number of time, days or whatever with police and now the money is yours. You got to pay taxes on that. I haven't heard anybody talk about Joe Biden as a possible tax cheat. Now, Joe Biden talks about everybody else as a possible tax cheat. He runs around and talks about it nonstop. But it's very curious. Rich aren't paying their fair share. But if Joe Biden is getting $300,000 plus that we know of in money being transferred to him that he can't prove, because when it comes to the IRS, the burden of proof is on the individual, uh, that he can't prove that he actually loaned the money, which again would be wildly easy. Here's You don't have that kind of money sitting around your house, or you shouldn't. You're probably not giving my brother needs to borrow $200,000. I'm going to crack open the safe and break off stacks of hundreds. Not likely. If Joe's got that kind of money or even 50 grand in cash sitting around his house, we're entering a, a Bob Menendez type of situation, which again would warrant its own... Um, inquisition. But if Joe is not, cannot show that money went from him to his degenerate family members, then suddenly he's getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in income that either he has declared as income, which I doubt, because that would look pretty suspicious. What are you getting this income from your family for? So he's not going to, I can, you can assume he didn't do that. So then you get to the point where the president of the United States may well be involved in tax evasion, straight out tax fraud, where he's getting this money and they're saying it is loan repayment. Now, if you had a job, if you did a, let's just say you did a contracting gig and we'll put a round number on it, you got $100,000 for it. Or, and you just said, the IRS comes in and says, wait a second, we're, you, we got your bank records. We've got your interest payments here because you have to declare those. Uh, you got $100,000 that came in and you didn't declare. Like you owe taxes on it. No, no, no. It's a loan repayment. I swear. Here's my pinky. I'll pinky swear to you that it's loan repayment. The IRS is not going to go, oh, well, then there you go. That solves the problem right there. Sorry to bother you. May we compensate you for your time. Can we give you a foot rub while we're here? They're not going to do that. They're going to say, okay, prove it. You need to prove it because you got this $100,000 from somewhere. Prove that it's a loan repayment. That's the way it works for everybody 
not named Biden, probably everybody not in government, to be honest with you, which might be why this isn't a story. Maybe nobody's thought about it. Maybe I'm the only one who's thought of this. But if uh, you're looking at the government, you're looking at journalism, the journalists aren't going to be interested in this because they could. it would make Joe Biden look bad. It, it raises some questions that the average person, even the average person would be able to understand and go, that doesn't seem, that doesn't seem right. It's just very curious. But that's not what I'm talking about with this Hunter Biden clip. I'm going to play Hunter Biden again just because I've talked too long and you will have forgotten about the clip. But pay attention to what Hunter Biden here says about money from China. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. My partnership with a Chinese businessman, a, a Chinese private businessman. Sorry. First of all, there is no private businesses in China. That's not how China works. That's not how communism works. Communism does not uh, take a passive interest, if that, in the international businesses of people who are rich enough to have international businesses. That's not the way China works. But he says Joe wasn't involved financially in his partnership with a private Chinese businessman. China. China. That's code for China. That is a lawyer's way. That is a committee way of going... Well, what are we going to call this? How about we call it, we can't say money from China. How about a Chinese uh, independent businessman or private business? Private, we'll throw in private. There's no private in China. There's what the government allows you to do. There's what the government allows you to own. And should you run afoul of the government, they will simply seize it from you. You are operating at the uh, permission of the government over there in China. But listen to Joe Biden in the debates in 2020, insist that what Hunter Biden just talked about right there didn't exist, didn't happen. It's a lie fabricated, perpetrated by Donald John Trump. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had, the only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Nobody else has made money from China. My son has not made money from China. The only one who's made money from China is Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump declared his money from China. He paid his taxes from the money from China. You, Joe, your son made a whole bunch of money from China. How much money from China? We don't know. We don't know because it's only recently that they discovered money from China. And then in various court filings, they talked about a couple hundred thousand here, a couple hundred thousand there, money from China. But the full extent of it, we don't know. Why? Because it's filtered through 15 different LLCs and offshore accounts. And by the way, money from China to Joe's brother and Joe's kid also coincided rather neatly with loan repayments to Joe. The money comes from China through these LLCs to people with the last name Biden. And then those people with the last name Biden write a check that just so happens to be roughly 10% for the big guy uh, to Joe for quote unquote loan repayments. 
beginning to see this. Now, I'm a layman. I haven't studied this. I don't have a, you know, a poster board out with all these dots connected and everything. I'm doing it in my head off the top of my head. But it would strike me as this would be something that would be of interest to journalists if they were at all interested in journalism. They are not. They are not. You got the president of the United States in multiple lies. Never talked to anybody about business. Never blah, blah, blah. Nobody ever made any money off business in China. And there they are. Every one of these things, the evolution of Joe Biden's lies has been slow but steady. It is climbing upward. And all of it, it was no... There's no way. He's never had anything to do with his son's businesses. He never had any talk about his... He never talked to his family about his... He never talked explicitly about his family's business. He wasn't involved in his family. He hasn't made money directly from his family's businesses. All those sorts of things. Continual evolution of the truth. The continued evolution of the truth is just a thesaurus way of saying lie just is. Hate to bring facts to the, an argument in politics involving a liberal because it is a currency in which they do not operate. It is money they do not accept. It's like trying to put a Canadian quarter in a Coke machine. It ain't going to take it. But somebody has to do it. Somebody keeps shoving that quarter in. Maybe, maybe it'll trip the wrong thing. It'll slide down there sideways and it'll work. You never know. You just got to keep going because it's important. The truth matters or at least it should. It should. Anyway, food for thought. Now let's go up to Boston. I don't know. You still out there, Shark? How's it going, buddy? Your mayor, good Lord, Michelle Wu. She is heralded as a progressive hero and champion because she is Asian. She is Asian and she was elected mayor of Boston. So she's a woman and she's Asian. Therefore, she's a hero. Never mind the fact that she's a moron it doesn't really matter. It's just that she's Asian and a woman. Now, it's really weird to me. Again, like the president of Harvard, obsessed with skin color, obsessed with race, makes a fortune, makes a living, gets her power off of, you know, being like racism and, oh, it's horrible and this is systemic and blah, 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 blah. And she marries a white guy. I don't care that she marries a white guy. I just find it weird. Now, the mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu, oh, she's having a party for electeds of color, Christmas party, holiday party. They don't actually have Christmas parties. Holiday party because it's Kwanzaa. It's not so much Hanukkah. It's, they celebrate Kwanzaa and Boxing Day. That's what they celebrate. But a, uh, she's having a, a party for electeds of color. And like, oh, you know, this is what we do. It's a safe space. We need, we need elected people of color to get together so that they can identify and commiserate about how horrible and racist this whole country. And then you look at her husband, and her husband's a guy named Connor Perwarski or something. Perwarski, P-E-W-A-R-S-K-I, whatever the hell it is. Uh, he looks almost translucent, the dude is so white. So again, if you see racism everywhere and everything is so racist and society is so horrible, why the hell are you marrying a white guy? If you're so put upon and, so, and you need a safe space, do you have like a, a, a family holiday party? And then you have a f family of color 
holiday party where you kick the husband and half your kids out of there going, yeah, you know what? You go into the kitchen, all right? Actually, not even the kitchen. I don't want you touching the food. Why don't you go to the Motel 6 and just, I don't know, watch cable or something? Is that what you do? Do you do these things? These leftists are sick and disgusting people, but they, the only reason we know about this is because the idiot assistant or the idiot uh, city council outreach person for the mayor accidentally set, sent the racist invite to everybody. And then she, they, what's amazing is they found out about it and go, oh, geez, they're not embarrassed. They're just mad that like white people found out and we're outraged. Oh, yeah, no, we didn't mean to send that to everybody. We're still having the Klan rally. Oh, the Klan, the Klan is, wait, no, the Klan is a concept. The Klan doesn't really even exist anymore to any degree. They've dissipated and become the Democrat. Well, they were always the Democratic Party. Remember, Democrats never change their objectives. They just change their tactics. They want segreg- They wanted segregation after the Civil War. They wanted segregation up through the 60s. They want segregation now. They're just, they used to do it like, we need segregation, get the minorities away from us too. We need segregation so minorities feel safe. Feel safe? Well, the people who are wanting the most about the unsafe, unfair, oppressed, are marrying white people. What the hell's going on? How oppressed can you be? Or is it a kink? I don't know. Anyway, something we may explore on the Weekend F and Review, patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com. Check it out. Enter the, the Rolling Stone signed book contest. Let's get this show on the road. Merry Christmas. That's the Christmas gift this year to one. I wish I could give everybody something, but I can't. But uh, thank you for listening. Good Lord. It's Friday. Let's go have a weekend. I'll see you hopefully tonight at midnight or on Monday. Have a great one.